So welcome to another edition of the Nine at Hearst podcast. We're on number 94. Uh, nine of the best tunes that we've heard on Bandcamp or been submitted uh, this week as ever. So uh, we've picked some amazing stuff this week. We started there uh, with the um, kind of um, unique sounds of Gadget, I guess. I mean, I've, I've been a fan of this band for quite a while. Like They've always been on relapse before, but this seems to be like a sort of one-off release. I don't know if they're kind of just filling uh, lockdown or where they just had some odds and sods to sort of release. Um, really like this one. I mean, obviously, um, they're quite popular. You know, they've always been around, really, I think, more probably more than 10 years. Um, are you familiar with this band, Pete? Yeah, I think you got me into them, actually. Um, so I'm, I, I'm not, uh, you know, newer to them than you are. But, yeah, I've, I've uh, heard them over the last year, I reckon. And, you know, I don't listen to loads of Grindcore, but I do like this. Reminds me of Nazem, I reckon, yes. a fair bit. Yeah, I guess that's a Swedish thing coming through, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, they were meant to play um, Dreadfest, weren't they? Yes, yeah. So um, yeah, that's one of the one of the fallen bands from that, really. But um, yeah, this is just a new uh, one-off. It seems uh, they released this about a week ago, um, and it's just a, a single, really. Um, two euros, uh, and that was called Funerary Rights. You can get that at gadgetgrindcore.bandcamp.com. So. Nice little blast to sort of start us off this week. Um, we're going to go straight into um, one of the sort of most hype bands in the last few years, I guess, um, Anthroprof, um, who released a fantastic album a few years ago, uh, but they seem to have just come back with this really sort of short, sharp um, EP. Um, I didn't even know this was out, so yeah, great that you picked it, Pete. Mm, yeah, it's the um, 200th release by Rocket Recordings, which is amazing. Oh, fantastic, yeah. Um, you know, it's a seven-inch, seven three-tracks, um the band you know they were a great band but like i i kind of was aware of them first because uh, it's got members of heads in it who, yeah. you know who adore um and it's got the people from kind of the bristol scene so um and it's like from the rocket site it says the first release um the the, the band lily dan white and the heads were kind of their first release or i think um, one of their first releases, and then this band features members from both, and it's the 200th, which, you know, the the size of Rocket Recordings have the respect and the, like, um, the worldwide kind of um, fandom they've got. It's amazing that they've grown this label um, and to be this figurehead of, you know, of psych rock and, um, you know, amazing, really great work by them. And uh, this EP... You know, I, I just loved it straight away. It has a, you know, reminds me of the heads, obviously. Mm. Um, and bands like, you know, bands like Nebula and uh, other kind of stoner bands like that, but they've got that unique um, sound to them. And yeah, really, really great. And the whole kind of theme of the album of, uh, I mean, this song's called Too Old. The EP's called Toilet Circuit. There's a sense of, um, you know, kind of uh, people who've been in bands all their lives and getting. Uh, tired or yeah. um, you know going around the country and playing small venues and you know sleeping on floors and all that and uh, you know I'm guessing well you know that they kind of still love it um, but um, because why would you do it otherwise and you know but then it's, it's this grudging weariness and um, acceptance that you're in it and this is what you know this is your life and um, you know, we'll come on to uh, Hey Colossus, who we're also playing on this later, yeah. and you know, and and they often talk about that kind of, you know, you go through this, and the highs are, are worth it for the, you know, for for the, you know, the squats and the 
dirty floors and stuff. The, the dryers uh, and everything, yeah. Yeah, and all that. And I suppose, you know, I'm guessing this is kind of an ode to all that and why it's done, even though it would seem so bleak and so, you know, it, it just to an outsider. Yeah, I mean... Uh... Rocket recordings can't be kind of understated, really. Like, um, I know the independent music podcast loves them as well. Um, and they, they do release some absolutely amazing stuff. And it's always really well packaged and it's always really well put together. So, um, yeah, I, I think they re- uh, released the Anthroprof album uh, a few years ago as well. So it's nice to see them come back on the same label. Um, I think there, there is a story out there that um, the two people that run Rocket were at a Heads gig and just like nodded to each other while we were playing and said, we need to put them out. We need to start a record <laughs> label. And that was it. So I think that's a really good, it's always going to be a part of the label somehow. So really cool stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, it's, it's a really amazing little um, EP, uh, yellow vinyl. Um, absolutely amazing. So you can get this at amphoroff.bandcamp.com or you can get the, um, the record from Rocket Recordings. Uh, we're going to play the song Too Old. <laughs>
Now, Hey Colossus are one of those bands that we will always kind of play on the podcast. Like, I think uh, we've been supporting them for about 15 years or however long it's been as a band. Um, they've changed during that time and, and we've, we've talked about that at length. We've had them on the podcast talking about stuff, but I never expected to hear what I've heard on this song, to be honest. Like when Joe sent me this um, a few weeks ago, um, I was trying to guess who it was. Like <laughs> my initial guess, incorrect guess was Iggy Pop, but it's not Iggy Pop. So Mark Lanigan um, is actually on this new Hey Colossus record and apparently he's a big fan of the band. He's been ordering their records for years and you know is a bit of a sort of a, a a real music fan it seems and i think just um it was a, it was a case of joe just asking him you know do you fancy doing something he was like yep no problem so i'm not sure if he plays guitar as well it sounds like he might be but there's definitely um uh his vocal performance is fantastic on this on this track yeah uh, amazing really i've just got back off uh holiday and I read uh, Joe Thompson's book, um, which is is a, you know amazing. I read that on holiday, and it was amazing. Kind of uh, read, really kind of enjoyed that um, that Dansworth. This is what life in a band is like. You know, not a big band. There's no sensationalist storylines in there, but it's about the the love of music and um, and why it's done. Like we were saying about Anthropov. Um, and one of the things he says in there, uh, which is, you know, one thing is he'd recommend is run your own distro because you get to know who's ordering your records. Yeah. And I think that, you know, he says it in the book and that's probably how, well, this is how he came across the fact that Mark Lanigan's been buying Hey Colossus records all this time, which is, you know, that, that must be a really exciting thing. Um, I think in the book as well, he says uh, Aaron Turner from ISIS and Sumac and others is, is another one, um, you know, and, and that they have that connection. Um, I, I get that. And, you know, I, I really enjoyed the book. I really recommend it. And it kind of, you know, someone who's, who, you know, obsesses about music and spends so much of the, the life listening to music and reading about it and things like that. You know, I like those, I like that kind of story. Like that, I like to see that, that, that the bands do the same as well. And they're kind of fully invested and the whole, everything, you know, the smallest kind of gestures or things can mean, you know, so much because, you know, you can watch something like, say, um, Lords of Chaos or you can watch um, some kind of monster and there's this huge, you know, like it becomes this mystical other world of, of people. And then actually when you're talking about, um, when you when you read a story like that, you know, it, it's actually, you know, you can kind of connect with that and I understand that. And, yeah, it, it was a fantastic read. And, yeah, for, for this, it, it, Hey Colossus is a you know, we've, as you say, we've talked about them changing so much. This almost takes them into something else altogether. You know, it's it, um, while they've evolved, we've we've witnessed that evolution over time. So you kind of, you know, you get where they are. You get they're not as, you know, noisy as they used to be now. But this just makes them sound completely different, uh, which is brilliant. Yeah, I think, honestly, there's been a change on every single uh, Hey Colossus record of... I mean, I've listened to a few of the other tracks on the album and it, some of it sounds like Depeche Mode, some of it sounds like, you know, that 80s kind of um, pop sound, some of it sounds, yeah. you know... Some of it sounds Stoner Rock a little it bit. It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going down those those routes. Um, mm. And I think, um, yeah, I mean, uh, that book kind of uh, acknowledges the stylistic changes over the years and um, I think the members that have come in and out have, have kind of influence that but yeah it's great to hear 
them still being this inventive this this far in really so um i'm all for it and and to get mark lanagan singing with his with his very distinctive voice on this it just sounds absolutely brilliant so mm. um yeah i think we're just going to play this um it's off uh the, the forthcoming album i think it's out uh the day this podcast comes out or at least pre-orders uh but we're going to play a song called the mirror
once more. So from the uh, realms of uh, Hey Colossus, we're going to do something a little bit more kind of drone-led and a bit more sinister, I think. So, um, Pete, you found this band called Drukpa Kunli, um, and we're going to play us off uh, the record uh, they've released called Extreme Enlightenment. Really mysterious-looking band and like not much given away on their band camp as to you know, where they're from or kind of what they're doing. But I thought this was very sort of... Um, like the artwork and and the whole feel about it is just very mysterious and very sort of out there, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. I got the, you know, I saw the artwork and um, you know thought I'd give this a go, and I was struck, you know, struck by it immediately. It's, it's, so it's completely odd and different and weird, and um, you know, and it, it doesn't. It's still got form to it, you know. It, it's not just sort of aimless Joan or anything like that, but it's. Um, sinister and loved it for it you know it, it's quite a long track and it, it changes it kind of stops and begins crashes out and yeah no I, I know nothing about the band I came across them by <laughs> chance it says they're from England um, yeah. so that's about the extent of it um, but just felt you know immediately knew how to have it here because it was just exciting see the only person I, I think um, that we can possibly maybe uh like narrow down in this is a guy called James Brown, and if it's the same James Brown that was in uh, what they called Crash, uh, Crash, then you know that's that's possibly likely. I don't know. Um, that depends if they're from London or or whatever. So <laughs> it's a fair um, Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the Godfather of Soul. Um, but yeah, it it, it I, I think it's quite subtle. This one, like it, it kind of. Um, you start off thinking, oh, it's just a drone track, and you're like, no, 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 it's mm. it's got a lot going on, lots of layers, and the fact that someone listed as playing effects is kind of says a lot, really. Um, I think that the, I, I listened to a few of the other releases, and it's it's very similar to to sort of their past out output, really. But um, it seems like a really nicely rounded release. It's probably about half an hour's worth of music, but it's um, it feels like a lot longer in a good way. Mm. So, uh, yeah, you can get this at uh, drukpakunli.bandcamp.com and uh, we're going to play the song Flaming Thunderbolt of Wisdom.
So Bandcamp is a fantastic platform. We've said this a million times, but sometimes like being on the um, uh, sort of mailing lists of various labels on there, you get to hear some absolutely amazing stuff. Uh, and this one just came through the other day. Um, it said Vendetta Records have released something called uh, Live Sled by Sunken. Um, and yeah, I just absolutely love this uh, this one track that they've got kind of um, sort of available to listen to at the moment called uh, Ensomhut. And yeah, it's just really bleak black metal, like uh, a big winding piece, quite epic, and yeah, just just sort of ticked a lot of boxes for me. So I don't know what you made of this one, Pete. It's pretty simple, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, it's pretty atmospheric, you know, atmospheric black metal, which I don't necessarily always go for. I, I get a bit, I can become a bit wary of it, you know, like halfway through the song, I'm I'm, I'm done. It, it didn't happen. Here. It, it's really well crafted, I suppose, is the way of putting it um, in that sense. Yeah. Um, I just um, got a lot out of this one. I think it was, it was just probably hit at the right point. So, yeah, not really a lot to say about this, but um, they're on the fantastic Vendetta records, and we've just been sort of looking through their back catalogue, and we've played all sorts from them. So, uh, Heretical Sect, um, Spectral Wound, things like that. Um, Picari, um, really good label if you want to sort of dip into them. They're Berlin-based, um, so you can get this at vendetta-records.bandcamp.com and the songs and summit.
So, Pete, um, we often bring like strange and wonderful things in, but I think you've outdone yourself this week. This is brilliant. So, a band called Lung Junk, um, and they've just called their EP The EP, which is brilliant. Yes. Yeah. You know, I came across this, uh, just came across it, as you do, um, you know, from UK. I think it's a, um, a solo project, and... It's it's really you know it's, it's sludgy but it's it's really bleak and you know it's bl- made bleaker by kind of black metal aesthetics I guess you know I think you know there's one thing to be said for kind of lockdown in that you know solo projects you know this is the the time for that to blossom and that you know you've got like black metal you've got noise they're probably stolen march on the whole metal world in that they you know they're they're set up to you know they've they've suddenly got they've got the setup but now they've got the time to do it and everyone's got to catch up so it's good to kind of actually start to see um doom bands and sludge bands as well kind of you know coming out of the of this ilk there was another one as well which i, you know, I, I kind of tossed up which one to play called uh, benighted illusion who's another another band another one-man uk band worth getting into and it had kind of similarities um but yeah this, you know it, it, it's it, it kind of crunches along it's got you know it, it's um it's fractured. It's it's messy. It's you know it's 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 a real noise, but it, it's slightly odd as well. And I, all that I kind of you know it, it really stood out. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like you say, it's really almost a bit shambolic. It, it's kind of held together with rusty screws or something. It's just <laughs> a bit kind of out there and odd. Um, I thought mm. the vocals were fantastic as well. Just really, um, they don't they don't seem to fit in the music somehow and but that somehow works as well yeah um so yeah i just found this really interesting um yeah i think it'd be interesting to see what they come out with after this like whether they carry on this aesthetic or whether it's like like a one-off that we never hear of again but yeah really love this so um you can get this at lungjunk.bandcamp.com uh we're gonna play the song stone bones um and i think it's pay what you want so um enjoy You had nature explained to you and you're bored with it. You've had the living body explained to you and you're bored with it. You've had the universe explained to you and you're bored with it. So now you just want cheap thrills and like plenty of them and it doesn't matter how tawdry or vacuous they are. As long as it's new, as long as it's new, as long as it's flashed and fucking bleached and bought in fucking different colours. Or whatever else you can say about me, I'm not fucking bored. Oh, my God. 
So if you were to put together a supergroup of sort of like the best kind of techie death metal uh, weird stuff that's come out over the last few years, I think this next band would probably be the result if you were sort of uh, if you were if you picked really carefully. So um, this band called Titan Tatashians um, have released an album called Cactides, and honestly, it's like um, King Crimson crossed with all the bands that these these guys have been in before. So um, I mean, the list is pretty um, pretty long to be honest. So Secret Chiefs, uh, John Zorn's uh, backing band. Uh, Imperial Triumphant and Orb Weaver, so real mishmash of influences there. But it sounds so. It, it sounds like it's it's been years in the making, but they probably wrote it in a few weeks. Mm. They, yeah, they. You know, they, it's. I, I'm, I'm wary of kind of like muso uh, avant garde, you know, yeah. music uh, music that can be a bit, you know, like guitarist kind of. Wet dream. Um, oh, it is and, that as well, though, isn't it? Oh, it is that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's very, very proggy. It is that. Um, uh, there, you know, there'll be people out there who absolutely kind of love it from a purely technical point of view. Mm. Um, yet, they, you know, and, and some of that stuff, you can just, you know, leave it to them, <laughs> put put them in the corner and push it. But this doesn't do that, particularly on this song. I think you know this is the probably most song structured song on the album, but. Um, this generally steer well. They, they do steer clear of the kind of unlistenable, unlistenable gibberish of that, yeah. and and you know for, for guitar nerds, while all the time being this completely weird um, and you know really techy thing. And but this track's you know really good. Yeah, I mean it, the whole thing blew me away. To be honest, I had it on about three or four times uh, over the weekend, and uh, I sent it to all the people that I knew would love it, and they they've bought it straight away. So. Yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those that you'll kind of hear and either love it or hate it. So, I I think it's fantastic. So we're going to play the opening track off uh, off the album uh, Cactides, uh, which is called Morphing Machine Minds. Um, but I'd urge you to go and listen to the whole thing. To be honest, um, there's a lot of sci-fi influence on it. There's a lot of um, kind of uh, I don't know, just kind of the the whole progginess of it just overtakes it a little bit. But um, yeah, I can't believe they're a trio as well. They're making this kind of noise, just three of them. You can get this at titantatashians.bandcamp.com and we're going to play the song Morphing Machine Minds. <laughs>
So we love a split on the Nine Oats podcast, and that's that's quite clear. We play one nearly every show. Um, yeah, it, this is a, a sort of coming together of uh, two bands, one from Tumulus and one from Prague. Uh, we're going to play the the band from Prague, which who are called Opium Warlock, which is a fantastic name, and the artwork's insane. It, it looks like kind of like a a mashup of like old death metal and kind of a little bit Fear Factory style kind of cybery sort of stuff. I really like that. Um, but yeah, Pete, what what made you pick this one? It was uh, you say it was a toss up between the two. Yes, uh, yeah, I just I, you know stuck it on and you know so it came out and it's, it's out on um, a label called Fuzzy Cracklins who we played. Uh, I think it was CIA, CIA Hippie Mind Control oh, yeah. um, uh, the Swamp Record. So it, it got kind a of release out up. as well. Uh, yeah, the, the, it popped up um, on a few places and it's just two tracks one each you know like, like we've been saying this is probably more the way you know short chart releases anything that is recorded or can be recorded you know get out don't wait till you've you know don't wait till you can find time to sit in a studio for three days at a time um and i just i, I just loved it i love both tracks it's you know the kind of sludgy um i think Open Warlock described themselves as psychedelic sludge, and you know, I get that, you know, and I like that. that, that that's an exciting kind of proposition for me. Um, and the other band, Advent Varric, um, you know, they're, they're kind of dark and slightly twisted, but still with a stonerish doom bass. You know, I'm always going to love it, you know, like. My my loves of doom and stoner and sludge, you know, but just with a bit of a twist or a psych twist or a you know like a weirdness to it. And both these brands, you know, there's only kind of four or five minutes each song. And I thought it really took me took me ages to pick between. I've played this through about twenty times just because I couldn't decide which one. So I'd urge you to kind of book, check them both out. Yeah, I mean, it certainly goes all over the place, doesn't it? Like, um, there's a lot going on in those five minutes. Um, mm. that's what I liked about it as well so yeah really cool stuff um, just a, a digital release I think um, and uh, I think the um, the Advent Varric song is actually a song off their upcoming album as well so if you like that uh, they've got a new album coming out called Adria uh, so that sounds really cool um, so we're going to play the song by Opium Warlock and uh, this song's called Shiro Ishii <laughs>
So I think like running a podcast and a, and a reviews website, we're very used to stupid names. Um, we're very used to like the the daftness of Stoner Rock and Doom. Uh, you know, they they love the weed uh, wizards, witches, um, leaves. <laughs> Opium and warlocks. Oh yeah, <laughs> opium and warlocks. There you go. Um, but yeah, this is this is the daftest one we've heard in a while, I guess. So um, this band's called Bong Bong Beer Wizards, uh, and they're from Germany, Dortmund, Germany. Um, I, I think I think I overlooked this initially, um, purely because <laughs> of that name. But I was a bit stupid because it's absolutely brilliant. Like <laughs> the song's called Melothrone. It's about nine minutes, and it's brilliant. It's like um, Earth going completely like ritualistic. It's it's like a little bit sun, you know, like it's got that kind of aesthetic to it. Yeah. Um. I just I thought it was great. Yeah. The, I mean, the name, you know, it, 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 the name's kind of almost post-ironic. Yeah. Post-stupid. Um, Mammoth weed, you know, bastard. Mammoth. Yeah. And that's yeah. you know, and and with both, yeah, with you know, with both those band, this band and Mammoth Weed, you know, they, it, it almost. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure there'll be people going, I've had enough of Doom. And, you know, that, that's too much. <laughs> no, thanks. And it'd be a mistake, you know, and it really would because this is, you know, it's fantastic. Reminded me of um, the kind of fellow Germans, uh, Black Shape of Nexus, you know, who yes. aren't anymore. Yeah. But, you know, they're in Bell Rope now. You know, and, and they, you know, similarly, because they always compare the two, like Slomatics, maybe even a bit of Conan, a bit of Tone Alone. And, and like, I take your references as well. You know, it has that and across, you know, like I said, it, I wasn't quite sure what to expect. I thought it'd be a bit daft, but actually, ignore the name if you if you're going to be you know like put off by it because you've been missing out on something fantastic. Absolutely, I think it's got like um, the spiritual kind of link to uh, a band called Asfa as well, um, which I think was Secret Chiefs people and various kind of like a supergroup or like a drone supergroup a few years mm. ago. Um, it's got that kind of um, big kind of deserty kind of plain energy about it so i really like that yeah yeah really cool stuff so yeah we're gonna play the song melothrone uh, and you can get this at bongbongbeerwizards.bandcamp.com mm-hmm. 